0: SECTION 22 OF WORD PORTRAITS OF FAMOUS WRITERS This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adele Pooley WORD PORTRAITS OF FAMOUS WRITERS Edited by Mabel E. Watton Philip Lord Chesterfield 1694 to 1773 from life and letters of lord chesterfield philip dormer stanhope earl of chesterfield was a slight made man of the middle size rather genteel than handsome either in face or person but there was a certain suavity in his countenance which accompanied with a polite address and pleasing elocution "'obtained him in a wonderful degree "'the admiration of both sexes, "'and made his suit irresistible with either. "'He was naturally possessed of a fine sensibility, "'but by a habit of mastering his passions "'and disguising his feelings, "'he at length arrived at the appearance "'of the most perfect stoicism. "'Nothing surprised, alarmed, or discomposed him. "'From Hayward's Lord Chesterfield,' asterisk the name of chesterfield has become a synonym for good breeding and politeness it is associated in our minds with all that is graceful in manner and cold in heart attractive in appearance and unamiable in reality the image it calls up is that of a man rather below the middle height in a court suit and blue riband with regular features wearing an habitual expression of gentlemanlike ease. His address is insinuating, his bow perfect. His compliments rival those of Le Grand Monarque in delicacy. Laughter is too demonstrative for him, but the smile of courtesy is ever on his lips, and by the time he has gone through the circle, the great object of his daily ambition is accomplished.' All the women are already half in love with him and every man is desirous to be his friend from blackwood's magazine eighteen sixty eight lord hervey pauses in his story of queen caroline and her court to describe with cutting and bitter force the character and appearance of his rival courtier his person was as disagreeable as it was possible for a human figure to be without being deformed,' he says. He was very short, disproportioned, thick and clumsily made, with black teeth, and a head big enough for a polyphemus. One Ben Ashurst, who said few good things, though admired for many, told Lord Chesterfield once that he was like a stunted giant, which was a humorous idea, and really apposite. The defects of his personal appearance are evidently exaggerated in this truculent sketch. But his portrait by Gainsborough, which is said to be the best, affords some foundation for the picture. The face is heavy, rugged, and unlovely, though full of force and intelligence, and his unheroic form and stature are points which Chesterfield himself does not attempt to conceal. End of section 22.